Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here at our home studio located in Pembroke Center, right across the street from Stop and Shop. Um, And uh, Pembroke Center, I have the one and only Melissa Wallace with me this morning. She is my Saturday sidekick. Um, She said to me the other day, listen, I'm not promising you I'm going to do this every Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) I can. Not when I'm doing it Tuesdays, too. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting being a South Shore star. (laughs) Hey, I noticed you brought yourself one coffee today. Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think that you'd answer the phone if I called you, so... (laughs) So I figured you were doing something here at this at the studio. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yes, I was here at the studio this morning getting us all set up. Uh, we are also on Facebook Live. Uh, we have, of course, the one and only Tim in the WATD studio. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning. Um, yeah, Alyssa. Alyssa. No, Alyssa she was just on. Good morning, Sharon and <laughs> Melissa. Sorry. That's okay. It's yeah. better than Martha. That's, what <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I get Shannon. So, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that works too. Uh, yeah. Was Alyssa live? Was she live today? No, no, and that was another uh, uh, best of, but but still good. Oh, stuff. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but we're glad that Tim is here with us, and if we have any questions for us today uh, regarding real estate, doesn't have to be about our topic, but anything that interests you, uh, we are here, and you can call uh, Tim at the studio seven eight one. Uh, 837-4900 and he can uh, pipe you over to us and uh, we can answer all your questions. We had a good caller last week so that was a lot of fun. Uh, We're also on Facebook Live so if you go to any of our pages, I know Melissa was just putting us up everywhere. You want to tell listeners where they can see us and we have a poll um, up on there as well so we thought that that would be nice to interact with us this morning too. Yeah, so if you are friends with Sharon Costa McNamara on Facebook or if you're part of any of the Connect pages, Pembroke Connect, Marshall Connect, you know, Normal Connect, all those fun pages. Um, you can see us live. I do see that a couple people are watching us, so hello. Um, if you can see us, this is what we look like on a Saturday morning when we're not doing an open house. Um, but, yeah, so if you want to join in on the discussion and you're a little shy and don't want to call into the studio, you can give us a little 
shout out on Facebook, um, or you can, of course, text us and find us somehow. You can always find us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd love to have, you know, a caller. Yeah. We've had a caller every Saturday since we've done the show. Yeah, so I know. The past couple weeks. So. We have Mary's upstairs, actually. Mary's working. So Mary is our other team member. She uh, She's the one that's been feeling this crunch the most out of anybody. I know that she's upstairs uh, working on putting together some showings today, but maybe at some point if she has time in the next hour, she can pop in and say hello to all of our listeners because our Saturday listeners haven't heard Mary yet. Yeah, I was surprised that you wanted to do this show with me because I, I don't I don't work with buyers, so I'm hoping I can contribute to this. But well, uh, I mean, it's something that all the agents are talking about in the office, and you certainly work with all of our agents, um, and we're hearing the you know just sort of some of the frustrations and everything. So um, I guess enough suspense. I, our topic today is going to be um, discussing overcoming buyer fatigue, and um, it's a real thing. Um, we're starting to notice actually this buyer agent fatigue as well and I know that there are a lot of real estate agents actually that aren't even part of Boston Connect Um, we think you should be but you know whatever Um, all great companies on the South Shore we're very very fortunate um, South Coast and all the area but um, a lot of agents call but if you're feeling this with your buyers we'd love to hear from you too um, you know to give us some of your uh, feedback on this topic uh, because it's frustrating and I don't know if there's an end at sight I do have a couple quotes from Mary, um, what her thoughts are. I have some statistics on how many houses are on the market. And again, we do have a poll. So if you can, you know, if you want to follow along on Facebook Live, you can go to any of those Connect pages, Marshfield Connect, Pembroke Connect, my page, Sharon Costa McNamara. Um, we do have a poll that's just asking you questions. Are you currently looking for a home? How long have you been looking for a home? Do you feel like the rising interest rates are going to impact how, you know, your buying power? I think it's also important to sort of keep it light because this is, could be sort of a heavy topic for a lot of people who are dealing with real estate, whether they're in the industry themselves as a professional or they're looking um, to buy or sell. Um, it's not all negative. People are finding homes. Yeah. People are buying homes. Um, I actually ran into one of your clients last night. Oh, you did? The Canes. Huh? Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about, you know, they, they own a couple properties and, you know, just sort of the unknown right now. And then, so they're not looking to purchase, they're looking to sell. And, and, and even sellers are sort of thinking about the unknown of, you know, are buyers going to be able to afford homes with the rising interest rates? But mm-hmm. but we will keep it a little light at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the um, highlights that I think that we'll talk about today is like what obstacles are the buyers currently faced with, you know, um, multiple offer situations. We'll talk a little bit about that, you know, how to, how we, what we're seeing offers come in at, how we feel you could best set up your offer. Um, what, what has caused the low inventory? Do you think that we'll see more inventory coming on? Um, struggles of the not-so-perfect buyer. I mean, that those are the people that I sort of have sort of... <laughs> it's, I don't even know why I just thought of this, but I saw Dan Greenberg. Uh, he's the foreman on our uh, new construction projects, um, and I saw him this morning, and <laughs> he's getting a new puppy, and I pointed to Marley, and I was like, I got Mar- I have a, a soft spot in my heart for the runt, the, the underdog, mm-hmm. and that's how I sort of feel about, you know, the struggles of the not-so-perfect buyer. Not that I'm calling them runts, but like... <laughs> yeah, we, we need someone to keep will it a love positive. You. <laughs> someone will love you. Someone will love you. Um, yeah, and it is it is really just about you know staying positive and you know just giving you different um, ideas and suggestions so yeah okay 
Again, if you want to, um, if you have any questions for us regarding this topic or any other real estate topic, feel free to call us at the studio, 781-837-4900. Uh, we're happy to help you in any capacity we can. Again, go online, take our poll. Um, I'm interested to see uh, what the results of that are um, as we're online here. But you know what, Melissa, you're going to have to take this for a second because I feel a sneeze. Okay. Um, well, why don't we start off with sort of uh, on a positive note, like I said, what are some advantages that buyers do have in today's market? What are some creative ways that they could get their um, their offer accepted? I feel like you just did like a tick. Was that because of what I said or because you were sneezing? <laughs> it was because of what you said. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think of the positives, but there are positives. I mean, hey, you know what? Home ownership is, you know, the American dream, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are actually in a position where you are able to afford and find a home, well, there's the good news, right? We're not living, you know, you're not you're not in a situation where you're going to have to rent forever. Um, not that renting's bad, by the way. I mean, sometimes I even tell my clients just I would continue to rent. Um, so that is the positive. I mean, always think of that, how fortunate you are to be able to even afford to buy a home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are homes out there. There are homes coming on the market. Like, we're seeing them trickle in. I mean, it was interesting because I was doing some research this morning for the show, and um, one of the, I Googled it, so it must be accurate, right? Um, So it was just like, what obstacles, you know, like, what are the difficulties in purchasing a home this, you know, now? But it brought me to an article from 2017, and the topic was why it's more difficult to buy buy a property now than it was for your parents. Mm-hmm. So things definitely um, have changed since our parents have purchased houses or since I purchased a house 30 years ago. But um, there are properties that are slowly coming on the market. Um, and one of the things that I thought was interesting, I was actually um, talking to Mary about this this morning. I did some on-market snapshot statistics. So this year versus last year. So um, maybe we can get um, maybe we can get Tim to play along here. He likes to play along with me sometimes. Um, so yes, in, I'll play along. What? All right, perfect. Um, in the town of Marshfield, there uh, last year on April twenty third, twenty twenty one, there were seventeen homes on the market, and the average day on market was sixty four. How many homes do you think are currently on the market in Marshfield today? Hmm. Hmm. So last year it was, you said 14 on this day. It was 17. 17, sorry. Okay, 17. All right. Um, hmm. I'm going to say 13. 13. Close. You actually already said the number. <laughs> oh, he did? Oh, last year. man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 14. 14 <gasps> homes are on the market. And it, I'm I'm actually less surprised about that and more surprised that Days on Market was 64 last year. Me too. But wow. you know what? It's probably the price point. I would say I would I would be curious to know like what the price point in uh, in Marshfield was with with the higher days on market um, or new construction. 
Yeah, well, here it is. Is I, I mean, yeah, we're not even really factoring all. There's so many other variables that we have to be considering. Did I just see Ginny Wandell walk by? Yes, she's been oh. in the kitchen. Oh, Ginny Wandell. I thought I heard her here earlier. So Ginny Wandell is one of our full-time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And maybe we can get her to grab a headphone uh, and tell us what she's seeing with buyers out there. <laughs> she's grabbing her bag and walking out the door. So I think she might have some showing. Oh, wait, here she comes. All right, here oh, she yeah. comes. Hi, good morning. Come on in here, Ginny, for a second. Happy to see you. Um, do you have anything that you want to tell our listeners? You're on you're on the hot spot right now. Anything any any uh, advice for buyers right now in the market? Advice for buyers. I am so excited. I want everybody to look positively. So when you like today, I'll be down on the south coast. I will be in Mattapoise at New Bedford. Uh, Taunton, coming back up here to um, our local coast. How many houses are you showing today? I'm showing five. Five houses, one buyer? One buyer. Okay. But we look forward to it. Um, We're happy for the competition because we don't go out until we're ready. Mm -hmm. And so we put together the best package. And it is usually not months but just weeks yeah how many how how long have you been looking with this the set of buyers these folks um this is actually the first time oh okay but the past two months i've had three different folks yeah um and we average going out one or two or three times yeah okay and we don't get exhausted with seeing Mm -hmm. 15 different homes yeah most of the time we talk on the phone and i'm getting together on the phone with other agents yeah doing the legwork yeah before we're exhausted and running all around which so is why you're one that's fun which is why you're one of the best of the best right jenny Thank you. <laughs> okay, all, go right. Ahead. all right, bye. bye. Have bye. a great day. So again, everybody, bye. that was Ginny Wandell, and you want to talk about like hot live and being putting on the hot spot. Um, she's out the door right now, going to show five houses to a new buyer client, and um, she really is optimistic all the time, isn't she? Yeah, I I would um, again. This is just my mind. Like my gears are turning. I'd be curious to see like if those five homes like are they all ranches? Are they all colonials? Or oh, are yeah. they sort of like across the board? because right now the inventory is so low. So it's it's hard to be so specific about what you're sort of looking for. Yeah. If there's only one or two homes on the market mm-hmm. in a specific town that you want, you know, they might not be the same style or they might be... I think we sort of had... We have a lot of roundtable discussions in the office with all the agents, which is really nice. You know, everybody is giving their feedback on what they're seeing and what they're experiencing with their clients. And I think that was sort of a topic, not that, but that's a really good point, Melissa, too, is... But one of the things that we are seeing, you can see right now, um, Ginny is going to several different towns and several mm-hmm. different areas. So when inventory is low, you know, buyers are tending to look anywhere, right? They're not just specifically, yeah. I want to be in Marshfield. I want to be in Duxbury. I want to be in Hingham. I want to be in Pembroke. I feel like that was sort of the mind frame of buyers in past years. And I feel like now it's sort of changed. It, it's sort of reversed. So they have specific towns that they don't want to be in, but yeah. they're open to a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it's it's reversed. So it's not, I only want to be in Pembroke. I only want to be in Duxbury. It's like, I'll be on any South Shore town yeah. except for, you know, I won't go past Bain. Brain tree, like 
like yeah. north, going mm-hmm. north. And it's more, too, for transportation reasons, yeah. right? Like, it's too much of a, you know, commute or something like that. Why people are like, I don't want to be all the way down, you know, near the bridge or mm-hmm. down way down in Plymouth. Um, so we'll see that. But the other thing, too, is, is I bet, you know, people are looking at different style houses. I know that Mary was talking to, um, was out with some clients this week. And I think the style of house... For some reason or another, the raised ranch tends to be like the runt of the litter, too. I don't know why, but, um, you know, people tend to not like them as much, but people are like, like we'll look at anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, but back to um, Tim and his very, very good guess. Um, he said 14 at one point, and then when I thought, did I say 14? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I saw you look at me like, yeah, did I give that away? I know. But um, the average day on markets, as Melissa said, you know, was 64 days last year, and this year the average day on market is 25. So I think that that's a little bit sort of... Um, not as accurate as we would probably like it to be if I took out a price range because it looks like the 2.5 to 3 million price range um, is actually on for 219 days so that sort of messed up that whole um, equation so if we took that if we took that category out that number would be a lot lower and probably more in line with what we're seeing right now so um, I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were talking about numbers and um, you know sometimes when you have estate sales we'll do a whole show on estate sales but when you have estate sales sometimes you know one person thinks the house is worth one thing and another person thinks it's worth something else and there ends up being controversy and you show people the same exact data but people have different ways of wanting to look at that data. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a joke. So a guy goes to an accountant, and he's interviewing accountants, and he says, um, what is one plus one? And the first guy says two. And then he says, all right, thank you. I'll let you know. Send in the next accountant. The next mm-hmm. accountant comes in. He's like, what's one plus one? And the accountant stood up, went over to the curtains, shut all the shades, and said, what do you want it to be? But that just reminds me, like anytime you're looking at data, you can definitely manipulate it any way you want. So I like to look at it very transparently and show it for what it's worth mm-hmm. so, and what it is. All right. So, Tim, here's another one for you. So okay. Pembroke. All right. Um, so 423-2021, there were 11 homes on the market and mm. the average day on market was eight. Where wow. do you think we are now? Um, all right. I'm sorry. Say that number of... Uh, the, 11. How, 11 houses. Okay. 11, ho- 11 mm. houses on the market. Yep. Mm. This time last year. This very okay. day. All right. Um, hmm. are, you, are you on Zillow or something? I am <laughs> not. No, I'm just... My, my, the gears are turning in the brain. That's it. I am not... Yep. If I Tom Williams is here. He could be a witness. That I'm, no, I'm not on Zillow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... Mm, I'm going to say seven. Yeah, you're right. Really? Woo-hoo! Yeah. All right. Hey. Do you have a realtor that has set you up on oh, MLS? No. Nope. Nope. I swear. Nope. Are you watching us on Facebook and you can no. see my papers? Nope. I'm not. Nope. And the interesting thing is, is the average day on market is actually 15. So, again, why is that number a little bit off? Well, it looks like there was a property, one property that was on the market for over, like, between 4 million. 
mm-hmm. to five million, and that was on for fifty nine days. Oh, I think that was I think that's the farm. The farm, yeah. yeah. So that was on. So that was on for fifty nine days, which you know, again, what's one plus one? Whatever you want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's use. Um, we'll do another one because Jim is doing such a good job. Oh, this one I found extremely interesting. So there's a hint for you. Okay. This is the town of Duxbury. Oh yes. Um, on April twenty third, twenty twenty one, there were twelve houses on the market. Where do you think Duxbury is this morning? Twelve. All right. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say. Thirteen. Oh, you're so good at this, but it's twelve. Oh, by one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so they're exactly the same, um, and their average days on market is more. But again, there ends up being always that like one house that's probably taken a little bit longer, so it always mm-hmm. makes that days on market number really not that accurate. So that's why I don't look at it that much. Um, but one of the things that I was talking to Mary about too was the interesting thing about this is it feels like there's a lot less, don't you think? Yeah. Right? Feels like there's a lot less on there. Yeah. yeah. So um, she said that it's interesting, too, because sh- her thought is is that what it is is price range, because price ranges are getting up so high now. You know what I mean? So those are the ones that are on the market. But the lower-priced homes, like I'm going to take, let's see, here's Pembroke. The lower, it's just, it's wild how much inventory there isn't. But the lowest-priced home right now in Pembroke is between three fifty and four hundred. There's two of them on the market. Well, I also feel like it has to do with the amount of buyers that are yeah. out there. So if you're working, like I would again, I would be curious to know how many active buyers maybe Mary was working with on this date last year, and how many active buyers she's working with right now, both mm. that haven't found homes. So if she was working with five last year, and this year she's working with ten with the same amount of inventory, it can seem like there's nothing. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the last one for you, Tim. So this is all of Plymouth County, and this we're just dealing with single family. Um, again, to all of our WATD listeners and our Facebook Live people, um, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We're talking about overcoming buyer fatigue and obstacles today. Um, but if you have any questions for us regarding this subject or any other real estate topic, feel free to give us a buzz, 781-837-4900. Uh, we also have a poll on Facebook Live, so we'd love to get your input on that. And if you have any questions, you can always go on Facebook Live as well and send the question that way. So all of Plymouth County, so every single town in Plymouth County, last year there were 344 total properties. What do you think we are this year? Oh boy, all right. Um, I love that he's such a thinker. He's well, really thinking. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I love him. All right, so I'm sorry, what, what was the number again? 344. 344, all right. Uh, let's see, I'm going to say... Hmm. 390. Hmm. 301. Oh, oh, no, that's, oh. Yeah, it was way off. way off. Less inventory this year. Less, less, less inventory this year. Yeah, that was way off. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't even get to spin the wheel. Jeez. All right. So 43 less homes, all of Plymouth County. So uh, days on market is similar. 62 last year, 43 this year. So just some interesting facts there for you. Yeah. Um, 
Also, I know we were talking about today, but we, if you're new to our show, we are also live on Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. 6.15 to 7, um, here on WATD. So um, if you miss our Tuesday show, you can catch us on Saturdays, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that the inventory definitely has... Uh, it, it's, it's interesting because it's sort of the same, not so much for the whole South Shore, but at least the surrounding towns where our office is, um, the, the inventory is sort of the same. But I... I, I feel as though because the interest rates in the past year have been low, there were a lot more buyers who qualified for a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like it'll probably will get more inventory, but there'll probably be some buyers that are backing sort of out or or lowering maybe their budget because of interest rates hiring and, yeah, and they can't so, afford. So everybody has been talking, are we in a bubble? Are we in a bubble? And I've been saying, I do not believe that we are in a bubble. I do not see this crashing. What I do, what we have been saying, is that it will flatten out, and I think that with the rates, interest rates rising, I see that I feel that we'll probably see that the road flattening right about now. So I mean, that's something for seller clients to think about too, because you may or may not have as many people trying to knock down your door. I mean, I did see this little shift in sellers' mindset where they knew that they were in the driver's seat and. You know, they just wanted more and more and more and more and more. Um, so I think right now we'll, we may see a little bit of a downturn on how many offers we're actually seeing. I mean, we haven't seen 40 offers on a property in a while. A year. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the standard, would you think, when, you, when you're, you're helping to tell everybody how you help all of our agents with multiple offers and what you do? <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday. I, I try to go to all the open houses that we have here. Um, Teresa Roth actually has an open house this afternoon um, in Paradise Lane in uh, Whitman. It's a condo. Um, so I'm hoping to go there. It's from one to four. Um, but I, I try to go to the open houses just to sort of gauge, like I also do the social media aspect of the company and, and help promote the agent's listings. But when I'm there, I like to see like how many people are sort Mm -hmm. of there now that the, the COVID restrictions are, are lifted when it comes to open houses, more people can, you know, be about the house and and Mm -hmm. inside and outside. So, um, it's interesting to see, um, you know. And then they follow up with me with how many groups that they had um, and also how many offers they get. So if an agent, you know, needs some help organizing all of the offers, I'm happy to help them. And I sit with them and sort of go through them all, um, do a cover sheet for them. Um, we, we do, we input everything into a large spreadsheet that, that Sharon has um, provided for our agents. Um, Constantly okay. improving. Yeah, with ideas from the agents. Yeah, and um, and sort of it's it's a great way to organize because, you know, it's sort of all over the board. You can you can tell when you're doing your open house or how many showings you had before. You can tell sort of the activity that you feel you're mm-hmm. gonna get. Um, so a lot of the times there are offer deadlines, um, mm-hmm. and there are agents that submit offers after the offer deadline. So. Um, you know, we we try to organize everything the best that we can, so the the agents can present them to their their sellers um, 
and not feel overwhelmed if they do get 15, 20 offers. That but would be I've a, sort good of seen a good statistic. Sorry to cut you off. You know how like every week you ask the agents how many people did they have at their open houses? Because mm -hmm. we, we track like the day and the time mm -hmm. that they do the open house in the price range, um, which is really, it's a good way for us at Boston Connect Real Estate to really have a really hyper-local indicator of how many buyers are actually out there looking for houses. Mm -hmm. um, but it would be interesting to follow up with how many offers did you receive on this? That would be very interesting to see. Yeah, um, maybe that's something that Julia can do. <laughs> um, we have hired a new uh, coordinator here at Boston Connect Real Estate, so I can be more hands-on with the agents uh, like this with the with the offers. But um, but yeah, we organize them all, and I feel like lately it's sort of been across the board. Um, but I would say eight to—I know this is sort of a big range, but like eight to fifteen offers. I feel like um, has been sort of common and lately. Do you, do you see on certain price ranges? You know, um, well, Kristen um, Howlett, who we went to her open house in Bridgewater, um, it was a you know very popular. I, mean, I think the price point was in the sixes or the fives, fives. Um, it was in the fives, high fives, mm -hmm. um, and I believe she got over ten offers on yeah. that. Um, I feel like the lower. Go ahead. Well, when you were at that open house, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when you were at that open house, remember you overheard a couple in there looking yeah. at it? Mm -hmm. And do you remember that comment that I'm sort of hinting about? Like, are we going to have to settle? Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> here's another thing. Open house etiquette. Um, so when you're a buyer, I mean, when I go in there, I, I don't necessarily, I'm, I'm not hiding who I am. You know, the agent will say, hey, Melissa. And if they're in the middle of a conversation, they'll say, oh, this is my office manager, Melissa. You know, so I, I never hide, and who knows? I could be looking for myself. So, I I was walking around, and somebody was there um, at the open house with their clients, um, and their clients were walking around and saying, "Are we gonna have to settle for, you know, a kitchen that's not updated and having to go over um, asking? Like, are we gonna have to settle?" And I was like, "Ooh." It's sort of a... Well, and that's what I wonder if buyers are feeling that way. You know what I mean? Well, they, they're going to have to because with the rates going up. And again, next week, we're going to have John Harrington on with us. He is a loan officer. Um, and we're going to have him on with us next week. And we were on a clubhouse uh, room this week together, and I asked him to join us. So he's going to come next yeah. week. It will be just me and John. Uh, Melissa won't be able to join me. Um, and we're going to be talking about rising interest rates and what that means for buyers and sellers so you'll have to listen next week yeah and i will i will note that the comment was made in the middle of the living room <laughs> at an open house <laughs> with like yeah so there were a lot of people there um and you know to, to and there were other 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 comments from that um that group that mm -hmm. i was like and they ended up i did ask if they put in an offer and, and she they said did? yes yeah hmm. um and you know they didn't go with that they didn't have the best contingencies and we'll get into that um a little bit in the show about contingencies for buyers but mm -hmm. um it just th it was interesting so if you're going to an open house 
don't show all your cards because <laughs> you never know who's listening. Because you never know way. who's listening. It could be the manager of a company that you're trying to buy a house from. Well, sometimes it could be the seller. I mean, we yeah. ask the seller if they have devices that are listening, and you know, they they yeah. they say no, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I always try to be on my best behavior because there are cameras everywhere, no yes. matter where you where you are. But I mm-hmm. recently did a smoke inspection, and the house is vacant except for one camera that's like staring at you as soon as you walk through mm-hmm. the door. So I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, so best. Uh, I mean, then you know, then you're putting on your Sunday best oh, behavior. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. So um, someone's always watching. Yeah. All right. So we're just at 10:35. We're gonna uh, take a little break. But if you have any questions for us, again, we're talking about overcoming buyer fatigue and you know the obstacles that you're facing and how we can help you get through that. When we come back, we're gonna talk about different contingencies and strategies maybe that you can put into your offers uh, when we come back. But if you have any questions, you can feel free to give us a buzz at the studio. 781-837-4900. Tim will get you right over to us. We are in our home studio here in Pembroke, right in Pembroke Center. Uh, If you're in the area, come over and say hello to us. And um, we have the poll on Facebook Live. I can see that um, Mrs. Donna Bagney, who is also one of our uh, full-time agents here at Boston Connect, is listening as well. Um, And I know that she has a slew of um, information and... um, like experience. So I know that she's probably um, understands this topic really well too. So we will be right back. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right size home for you right now. Is your current living space too small? Are you looking for more room to grow? Do you find yourself making continuous home improvements to fit your current lifestyle needs? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. And we're back. Hello to all of our South Shore neighbors and family. Uh, You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am here with uh, Melissa Wallace and uh, my sidekick on Saturdays. And Mary Baker is on her way out the door, but we didn't get to get her on uh, the microphone here to see how many houses she's showing and to how many different buyers. Uh, But I do have a quote from her that um, I have somewhere because I asked what would be her best advice for, you know, buyers out there right now. And Mary Baker said, um, you have to, uh, you can't control anybody else's decision and you just have to put your best foot forward. So what she meant by that is you really don't know how, what, what is, well, your buyer's agent should be calling to find out what is most important to the seller, but you have no control over which one they are going to accept, right? So if you have, you're in a multiple bid situation and there are 10 offers, the seller is the one that's making the decision. The only thing that you can do is put your best foot forward every single time. If you can't do better than your best, then all right, like you you shouldn't second guess yourself, but you never want to say, oh, I'm going to hold back. I, you know, if I had known I only had to go up $5,000 more, I would have. Sometimes you're not getting that opportunity. So that's why we're saying put your best foot forward all the time. So, all right. 
Yeah, and sometimes somebody's best foot forward is giving Patriots tickets. To <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so what, where do you want to go from here? So talk yeah. about offers? Yeah, let's talk about offers and uh, some of the things we're seeing in offers and, you know, best strategies and, you know, maybe contingencies that you can think about when you are putting in an offer. Um, the first and foremost thing that I want to talk about is... You know, you should be in constant contact with your agent, your buyer's agent. Um, if you don't have a buyer's agent, I highly recommend that you have a buyer's agent. Uh, this is a person who is going to have your best interest and fiduciary responsibility to you to help you find a home. And when we're when you're hiring a full-time real estate agent, I also think that that is important. When you have a full-time real estate agent working for you while you're at work, your full-time real estate agent, that is their work, mm-hmm. you know, looking for houses, trying to, un, you know, unravel some of the stones and the weeds to see what's coming on the market, what's coming new. That's why at our office, we're always helping each other out, like knowing, hey, we have this coming up, we have that coming up. Yeah. I mean, we, um, I forget who I was telling this to. I don't know. My days are all sort of mixed up. But recently I was um, talking about, you know, our our office meetings and how the last sort of 10 minutes or so we go around and just say, you know, I have buyers looking for this and I have this coming up on the market. And it's like people... Some of our agents, like, I feel like they're going to jump out of their seats and pounce yeah. on the other agent, like, oh, I have a buyer. Oh, I have a buyer. Where is it? Where is Where it? Is it? Um, so... <laughs> You know, obviously, if everything is signed and they they are their actual client, um, you know, we can sort of give that information out to to everybody mm-hmm. in inside um, our office. But um, you know, we're just we're all just sort of trying to find everybody a home. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so definitely, that would be my top tip number one is you know hire a and again when I say hire. Just so people know, when you have a, and I actually had a conversation recently with Mary um, and my cousin's daughter and her boyfriend are actually um, in the process of wanting to purchase their first home. And, you know, we do a little bit of a buyer, you know, sort of conversation first. And when I, I told them, I was like, just so you know, like, there's there's no charge to hire a buyer's agent. And they were sort of surprised by that. So I just want people to know, like, you don't have to pay a buyer's agent. We we don't take retainers. I know some are with rising gas prices and things like that. Um, but we are not doing that. And, you know, we get compensated when the person purchases a home and it closes. So mm-hmm. usually people are getting compensated a week or two after you've actually moved into your house. Yeah. So um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, and we'll talk about this next week with John as well. John Harrington, again, is going to be joining us. Um be in touch with your loan officer because if you had a pre-approval from a month ago, it is a lot different than what it's going to be today. And I promise you as a listing agent, we're looking at what that date is on that pre-approval letter. So make sure you have, I would have it updated every single week. Yeah. And also like don't submit an offer without one. (laughs) You would think that you wouldn't have to say that out loud. You wouldn't have to, but I'll sort of backtrack a little bit. You probably shouldn't be going to open houses. If you are really serious about purchasing a home, don't go to an open house without being approved because you may think that you're pre-approved for something, but because the interest rates are sort of all over the place, you might not. Or hopefully 
you can afford more than you think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. never know. Um, yeah, you I, never know. You you don't know unless you ask the question, and that sort of goes for everything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I just want everyone to know we are on Facebook Live, and we do have a poll question up there. So I would love for some people to go there. You can go to Sharon Costa McNamara or any of our Connect pages, Marshfield Connect, Pembroke Connect, any of those pages, um, and take our poll. It is about this topic. Uh, but if you have any questions for us, we're happy to take those. We have about 15 minutes left in our show. 781-837-4900. So that would be the first thing that I would uh, highly recommend. And your loan officer and your real estate agent should also be, you know, connected. That's your team, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, be on the same page with them. Um, Set the right expectations, right? So that's what the buyer's agent's responsibility is, don't you think? Um, for for their buyer, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely setting that expectation, um, but also the loan officer setting the expectation of like what what they can put down, mm-hmm. like, um, and then it's up to the agent to say, you know, it would be you know x amount of dollars for uh, an offer, or x amount of dollars for a purchase and sales, and also I've seen that sort of mm-hmm. fluctuate too, um, you know usually we see a thousand dollars with the yeah. offer but you know sometimes we're seeing five thousand dollars with the offer i saw thirty thousand dollars somebody yeah. put in an offer with thirty thousand dollars both at the offer and both with the mm-hmm. signing of the purchase and sales so it's it's sort of random yeah like and that. the sell i think the buyer just wants the seller to know like i am committed to this i really want it yeah i think they didn't get it by the way no <laughs> no and that's the thing it's like it doesn't even matter people are trying everything and sometimes it's just what the buyer the seller is but looking if you for think, if you think about it it's like it sort of cools the burn for the buyer that didn't offer $30,000 with the offer. It's like, you don't have to do that in order to get an offer accepted. Mm -hmm. You don't. No. Um, I would say it's not recommended, by the way. No, and you, yeah, it's not recommended because you don't want to lose that money. Yeah, potentially. God forbid something happens. So, you know, there are sort of strategies that we can go back to in the past few years that would still work right now. You don't have to offer your firstborn Mm -hmm. to get a house. Unless you don't like that with firstborn. Yeah, unless, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think all newborn babies look like baked potatoes, but that's just me. I don't have any kids. So. Well, can I tell you that Matt and Katie Mahoney, I mean, they make beautiful babies and yes. they just, uh, yes, congratulations. Yeah. Baby Ray. Baby Ray. They just welcomed into the world and he is so handsome to go along with his other handsome brother, Leo. So congratulations to the Mahoney family. Again, Matt Mahoney is another full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and he does such a fabulous job with his buyers, too. I think Jenny said it right, though, when she was here, and she's just like, you know, this is about enjoying the process. You started yeah. the show that way. You said, you know, our, our topic seems a little negative, but, like, you, this is exciting. I have yeah. goosebumps right now thinking about, like, buying a new house. I mean, really, there isn't anything that's much more exciting than that. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't try not to get defeated and deflated by what is going on in the current market. Think of it as a gift. If your offer isn't getting accepted, it wasn't supposed to be. So I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm assuming Tracy Grady is watching us because she um, just sent me a picture of what her outfit is today, and she said we're twinning. We're both wearing black and white stripes, <laughs> although hers look navy. Yeah, um, Tracy, you're wearing navy, and she's decked out in all Boston Connect all gear. All Boston Connect gear, of course. Um, and but I'm wearing um, black and white stripes, but I am wearing blue jeans. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we are we are twinning. And they're Tracy. probably out looking at. Houses too. I talked to Tracy Grady. So Tracy and Jim Grady, uh, the Grady team, uh, 
obviously a married couple, full-time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and they are so good at their job as well. I mean, they're just, we we really are just so fortunate to have some of the best of the best here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, Great things come in small boutique packages here. Um, But I know, like, she was out yesterday, you know, she had a CMA, and she has clients that, that are looking down in the Plymouth area. So, I mean, people are still out there. That's the good news is houses will come on the market because... Yeah. People are always moving. <laughs> it's funny because Teresa Roth, who I, I talked about earlier, she was in the office yesterday. Um, she did a commuter open house last night. Um, yeah. It was the first showings of her condo in Whitman. But um, she came in and said, I just came from a showing. I saw the Flynn's there. And I, I almost did like a karate move to get them out of the house because I was like, it's my buyer's house. <laughs> you know, so she's joking. Um, but even the Flynn's, I feel like the Grady's, the Flynn's, you and Mark, even when you mm-hmm. do open houses, like you, you treat it as a date day. So yeah. who would why wouldn't you want to be, you know, know. Finding, fun. falling in love with your home while watching these two hooligans yeah. <laughs> in love? So. Yeah. yeah, not next week, though. Next week, we have a big day at the McNamara family homestead, and yeah. Melissa Wallace is helping me in such a huge way. So um, I, I, for people who don't know me, you've heard me in the past, but I am a very open book, and I like to share um, my personal life, right, because mm-hmm. that's who makes me who I am. And um, so my oldest daughter, Casey, who is now... 27. Uh, She is an attorney. She works at Ropes and Gray and um, she's been there just over a year now and she is engaged to Dustin Hughes who was at one time on our real estate team and they are getting married in Greece Mm -hmm. on May 29th. So we're heading over to Greece, uh, May 25th or something. Um, but Casey, you know, when you have destination weddings, you don't really invite a lot, a lot of people just because, and it's a big ask to go to Greece. Thank you. <laughs> She's my everything. She's fixing my hair right now. Um, but you don't, you know, you, it's just a destination wedding and going to Greece is a big ask. Um, and, but everybody has been at like all my neighbors and family and everybody like, what are you doing for Casey? And she just didn't want a bridal shower. I don't I don't know if that's a thing now, but she just didn't. They already live together. They have an apartment. So I'm doing a wedding brunch for her on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm doing. Yes. We, okay. we, we so, got it all. Yep. Um, okay. So we're back on our topic here. So we were talking about strategies. You want to be strategic, right? So you you just really want to, we've all heard it, have your ducks in a row, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So just be strategic about, like Ginny, she has a plan. Right. Yeah. She was in the office early this morning. She has her package together. She knows exactly where she's going. She knows exactly what time she's going to be there. She knows that her clients are going to be there. If they're prepared for any of those homes, she already has statistics and data for what the value of the house is. And she is going to be ready to put an offer in on that. Yeah. I mean, you you have to be prepared in this market Mm -hmm. because it's fast paced. Yes. Um, And that's the other thing, too, is I want I want buyers to know this. And I say this every time I'm doing open houses. I'm actually doing an open house tomorrow myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be at eight Cliffside in Plymouth, which is uh, down at the White Cliffs. It's a beautiful condo. Uh, We just took a very significant price adjustment on that. So we're down to six ninety nine. So I will be there tomorrow from twelve to two. So if you would like to visit me again, I'll be at eight cliffside it is a beautiful property and um it has ocean views where not all of them do so this one looks right like sort of diagonal right out to the ocean and the golf course um but i don't even know what made me bring that up but um there we go (laughs) (laughs) just telling everybody where you're gonna be tomorrow are you gonna oh you're gonna have a date day tomorrow uh, no, I'm no. going to be by myself tomorrow. Oh. Mark is doing yard work, getting ready for next week. So. Oh, well, yeah, for that's next important, weekend. too. Yes, it is. Um, 
So we were talking about being strategic and, you know, that's the other thing too, is when you have a buyer's agent, like Trish was at the property yesterday, previewing it for a buyer, Yeah. right? You can save a lot of time that way too. Um, the other thing is, is if you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe it's time to take a break, you know, it just might not, you know, just take a little breather and yeah. see. What's, I think that a lot of people took breathers over the summer last year don't you think people took a breather over the summer and then it was like the fall got really busy again i I feel like the fall is always busy for uh, you know especially your team um at the office i feel like uh, uh, maybe september october Mm -hmm. are one of our busiest months um and usually like right before summer like kicks into high gear it's Mm. usually we have a a lot of because people want to get settled in and enjoy the nice Mm. weather and because uh, we only have a few days here in Massachusetts with nice weather. I, I wish it was warmer now. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing, too, is I, I'm thinking about, you know, um, a conversation I was having with Mary about one of our buyer clients that she's working with. And, you know, don't I, if you're getting, you know, frustrated by the market, it might be an indicator that you have to step back for a little while. Like, don't you can't take this out on your buyer's agent. I, I promise you that your your offer is not getting accepted or you not seeing the properties that you have in your like wants, you know, needs and desires list. Yeah. It, it's just not out there. Yeah. Your buyer's agent is on your side. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like they're, they're supposed to be sort of your cheerleader, your captain, your mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. You know, you there's, that's what their job is. Yeah. Is to find you your forever home or mm-hmm. your fur home right now. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be, you know, I know that everybody knows a realtor or when somebody finds out that you're buying a house, everybody has an opinion. I say stick to the opinion of your trusted provider and, you know, service person, consultant, because they're the ones that are out with you. They know exactly what your price range is, what you're looking for and everything. So um, just do that. Um, And then just keep a good perspective. You know, it will eventually happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So some of the contingencies, we only have a few minutes left here. So when you are writing up an offer, when Mary made the, you know, Mary got, I got a quote from Mary, put your best foot forward. Melissa earlier said when she's helping our agents, we have this beautiful spreadsheet that we put together. There's no name of the buyer on there. There's no name of the, the real estate agent on there. It's literally facts it's data and it is a very very it has to go on a ledger size piece of paper it's that long and we're just putting down the facts so it's very easy for a seller to look at the facts i say that for me one of the most important numbers i'm looking at is not sale price but loan to value yeah and we can talk about that more next week with john harrington Mm -hmm. and what's going on with appraisals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I was almost going to talk about it, but no, we'll talk. You, you can say, I will not be joining. Uh, I'm doing the pancreatic cancer walk in Boston next Saturday. Nice. Um, so uh, you will have John Harrington all to yourself. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. Can, okay, what are other contingencies that we can put into an offer or what have we been seeing lately? Again, we don't have to go overboard. Yeah. Just put the facts on the paper. Yeah, and I mean, I know like a lot of people... You know, people think that cash is king. It doesn't. Hey, 
the, the seller's getting the money from wherever. So as long as your financing is strong, I don't see an issue with that. Some people are against FHA financing. Well, if you have a house that has peeling, chipping paint, then yeah, it's going to be a little more difficult, but could it happen? Yes. Um, but if, if you know that that's the situation you're in where you can on, you only qualify for an FHA financing, then that's when you should be talking to your loan officer about putting a plan together and, and fixing maybe your credit score or whatever it is that's putting you in that ratio, that, that type of a loan. The other thing is VA loans. I love VA loans. I mean, they are backed by the government. They are a very, very, very good loan. And who doesn't want to support our, you know, our mm-hmm. veterans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they earned that. And I think that people get nervous when they see 100% financing because of the amendatory clause, right? Mm-hmm. Then where the amendatory clause in uh, FHA, uh, VA says that it has to appraise at or above. Again, next week's topic. So if you're interested in that, you'll have to tune in with me next weekend. Um, but the other contingencies we're seeing people, people are dropping home inspections. We don't suggest it because we think that everybody should have one. If you decide you want to do that because you think it's your only venue and avenue to get this house, then we make you sign a waiver that that was your idea, not ours, because um, our job is to protect you. We've seen people drop mortgage contingencies. I think that that is extremely dangerous because how many people want to chance losing their escrow funds and mm-hmm. the deposit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you talk about the fun things. So we, in the past, we used to see a lot of, I want the washer, dryer, refrigerator. Yeah. I want all of the window treatments. I want uh, the cat in the corner. Mm-hmm. I want your... Um, the chandelier that you said that was, a, you know, an exclusion. I want all those things. We, we don't yeah. see it. Now, people are making them as clean as they possibly can. You tell everybody what people are putting in offers. Yeah. So, um, again, we'll go back to Kristen Hillett <laughs> with her Bridgewater um, listing. Um, we Somebody had submitted an offer. Um, wasn't the highest price point, but, um, you know, they did what they could afford. Uh, but they also included um, two uh, Patriots tickets to any game of the seller's choosing. I'm assuming they had um, season tickets because they had a specific seat numbers. It was in the 100s, so it was it was down near the field. Um, so they did two two tickets to a, any game of the next season. Um, six month membership to coffee of the month. Uh, six month membership to beer of the month. They did, I think, 12 months of Bark Box. Um, so these buyers went around the the either the open house or a private showing and sort of picked up on what the buy, the sellers liked. Um, you know, they they saw that they had some Patriots gear, so why not offer? Oh, we have Patriots tickets. Why not offer those? Um, they saw that they had two dogs, so let's mm-hmm. offer Bark Box for a month uh, for for a year. Um, coffee, beer. They had some, you know, a, a beer room. So they it was clever. <laughs> it was clever. Unfortunately, they their offer did not get ups- accepted, but it did bring sort of a smile to everybody's face. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, did. It, it made funny. me actually feel really bad for them. I felt I mean, bad. Yeah. You know, they've been looking for a long time, and when you say I'm literally putting my best foot forward, I get. I wonder if the person would have accepted it if they gave ev- their whole season of Patriots tickets. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't know that Mac Jones. He's sort of like he's so like I, I'm always rooting for him. Yeah. So that was our two-minute doorbell. Uh, so that means we are going to be wrapping up. Do you want to let everybody know how they can find us during the week and yeah, past shows? Yeah, if you want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com. You can go to your podcast app and look up 
uh, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. You can look up any of our names because we're so famous here on the South Shore. <laughs> um, you can go to Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Boston Connect Real Estate, McNamara Broker Team um, on Facebook and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, go to bostonconnect.com. You can find any of our past shows there as well, and you can find all of our contact information. So, um you know, give us a call. Yeah. And you can find all of our agents on bostonconnect.com as well. I know that people like to go through and read all of the, um, uh, whatchamacallit, they like to read all of the bios and everything. We had a lot of our agents joining us today on Facebook. I can see Tracy Grady was watching. I can see Donna Bagney was watching. Um, who else was, oh, we had Ginny in uh, the studio. We got a quote from Mary Baker. We had stories about Kristen Howlett. We said congratulations to Matt Mahoney with his new baby, Ray, mm-hmm. uh, and his wife, beautiful, beautiful wife katie um so thank you again for joining us this morning we will be back on tuesday 6 15 to 7 p.m and then we will be back i will be back next saturday solo with john harrington a mortgage officer uh who's a loan officer and he will be giving us um, information on interest rates and uh what to expect coming up so have a great weekend everybody thanks for joining us bye everybody ATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.